This is RJ Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes this one by Mattingly. Oh, hang on to the RJ Barrett does it again from downtown. He is just tearing the Orioles apart. It's good. Randall gets the bounce, and he ties the game. Easton ducks under. Got it! Creates and shows some dexterity as well with the left hand. Yankees win. Yankees win. All right. What's going on, everybody? Episode two hundred eighty-eight of the podcast. Welcome to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. I am your host, RJ Carbone. And, um, yeah, got some breaking news earlier today. As it was announced, Kemba Walker will no longer be in the Knicks starting lineup, but also no longer in the entire rotation so Kemba gets the boot as we all wanted the majority of us who watch these games but I don't think many people expected it given how Thibodeau is known to be stubborn with his rotation right it took him until the first game of the playoffs last year to make an adjustment at starting point guard and get Peyton out of there. But fortunately, this season, he he's not waiting that long and he's doing the right thing with a rather quick trigger. Um, perhaps he likes what he's been seeing lately from the young kids, Grimes, um, and what he perhaps obviously he liked what he saw and has been seeing for Alec Burks from Alec Burks who is going to be stepping up and filling in that role now Kemba is out and Alec Burks is now the starting point guard for the time being so we're going to talk about this and it's going to be a short short show All right, I'd be surprised if we exceed 10-15 minutes tops it's going to be a short show just the breaking news for episode 28, just a little breaking news show. Briefly go over this Kemba decision, and then we'll wrap it up. We'll do the MYYMYK question of the day, too. First, let's head to break, and we'll talk about this. Hey guys, so real briefly, before we get deeper into the episode, I realized that on YouTube, only 51% of you who watch BD4 are subscribed so we should try and change that to make my channel grow to get the podcast even bigger so be sure to subscribe to bd4 on youtube if you haven't yet so if you guys want to follow me on social media be sure to do so right now i'm on facebook at rj carbone 
And I'm also on Instagram at Rob J. Carbone. Once again, if you want to find me on Facebook, that is R.J. Carbone. Instagram at Rob J. Carbone. Yeah. So that happened earlier today in the afternoon. Checked down, looked at my phone, saw that Kemba got the got the uh got the hook. My opinion on it. Satisfied. I'm very I'm very happy that Thomas Thibodeau actually did this for once. And made the made the switch so quickly. It was what everybody wanted. Speaking of quickly, I know that a lot of us wanted Emmanuel quickly to take that spot over Alec Burks. Younger, he's got more upside, and he's shown improvement as a ball handler this season. Um, I think I I would have loved to see quickly get a shot. But I have no problem with Bur- I really it could have been quickly Burks D Rose. Honestly, I just wanted Kemba Walker to not start. My first preference was quickly, but Burks. It's you could really give me any name, and I'd be fine with it. And I think Burks. Listen, he. I know he's a secondary playmaker. He's not a true. You know, point guard. A lot of people like him on the wing. I like him on the wing. But, you know, he's a decent facilitator. Decent. He can go out there and distribute to his teammates. He can go out and get his own shot off. He can penetrate a little bit, get to the rim. He can shoot the three. He's averaging 11 points, two assists, 45% three-pointers on 4.6 attempts across 22 minutes this season. Alec Burks. He does things that Kemba hasn't been doing. You know, this is no longer the Kemba Walker of the Charlotte Hornets, where he goes out there and he just annihilates teams, annihilates defenses out of the pick-and-roll. No, this Kemba Walker is clearly not the same one. Alec Burks, what he can do is what we were hoping Kemba still had left in the tank. Which is putting pressure on the rim, forcing defenses to rotate, things like that. Getting to the free throw line and knocking down his jump shots. While being a decent facilitator. So it's a placeholder move, obviously. It's not a long-term thing. You know, maybe sometime soon down the line we'll see quickly get a crack at it. I would love to see quickly get a shot. Derrick Rose obviously still nursing that ankle injury. But, um... Yeah. It's going to be Alec Burks over Kemba Walker. Kemba just wasn't doing it. Not setting up his teammates... 
not great at getting to and finishing at the rim. He was only 46% inside the restricted area this season, which is just absolutely atrocious. He was pretty passive offensively. A lot of times he just handed the ball off and then just just went and stood on the outside while the offense did their thing. Julius wanted to ISO. And then, you know, most importantly for me, getting him out of that starting lineup and out of the rotation, it's for the defense. You know, Kemba was out there getting burnt defensively on a consistent basis. Too small. You know, didn't always make the right rotation. He didn't always close out the strongest. He wasn't a good defender. He was a a negative defensive player. In fact, I think he has the worst plus-minus in basketball. His defense is a big reason for it. And then you look at Burks. You know, this is one of the reasons, if you were listening to or watching Tom Thibodeau's press conference earlier today, his big reason is he didn't want three small guards in the rotation. Now we have a little bit of size with Burks in there. And we went over this in episode 287 about how the Knicks pick and roll coverage on Sunday night, or on Saturday night, rather, was much better with Burks because he gave them the option to switch so heavily. So now they're more switchable defensively on those pick and rolls. Burks is a better defender, and he's a bigger guy. Again, he's slower. Right? He's not a true, typical, floor general type of point guard. But he can handle it. At least we hope. You know, and if it doesn't work out, we've got two other guys who I really think are best fit for that role. Derek Rose, right, and Emmanuel Quickly. Now they've got some question too, right? There's there's question on if, if Quickly is a true point guard. And he's obviously young, he's still learning, he's inconsistent. You know, some shot selection problems there. But we've seen improvements. And then Derrick Rose, I I think he's probably the best team-oriented guard on this roster. The only thing with him is the age, the wear and tear, the injuries. As we're seeing right now. But as we stand here, Alec Burks, Evan Fournier at the two. R.J. Barrett on the wing. And then up front, Randall with the four spot. And then Robinson at the five. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. A shakeup was needed. It was much needed. You know, like I said, I gave the Knicks... I give the Knicks until 25%, the quarter mark of the season. 
And I think I think we're like right there. Maybe one more game. So we're we're here. And it seems like we're making that move. And I also loved I saw a quote from Thibodeau. I don't know when this was, but I saw it today. And I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have the quote in front of me. I want to read this quote. So I'm going to try to look it up, actually. Let's see if I can find this quote. Because I, I, I thought it was great. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. Here we go. So Thibodeau. This was from no, on November 10th. Pretty blunt, and I love it. That's why I like Thibodeau. He's very blunt. On the idea, this was on November 10th, he was asked on the idea of that the starting unit needs 20 games to gel. And Thibodeau goes, you know what they say. This is quote. This is word for word here. He says, you know what they say. When it's 10 games, you say you need 20. When you get to 20, you say 30. And you get to 30, you say 40. And then before you know it, the season's over. So it's a bunch of bullshit. I loved it. And that was so true. It's true. So we are at the 19, or no, 20 game mark right now. And he's making the move right here. No more bullshit. Staying true to his word. And we ripped Thibodeau all the time for being robotic with the rotation. Stubborn. Whatever you want to call it. He's making the big adjustment right now. This is the biggest adjustment adjustment the Knicks have needed to make so far this season and they're making it this is the number one issue it's it's in the starting lineup it's the point guard play and he's doing so with 62 games left so we have to give him credit here he's making the right move hopefully this pans out and remember Kemba Walker you know there are some politics involved, and you know, it's not the greatest look for the team who just, you know, that was one of the key acquisitions, but he's only making $8 million, right? The OKC Thunder are paying the other 27 So, <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal. You get what you pay for. The Knicks learned that lesson, and now they're using some of their depth. That's the good thing about having depth. You can try multiple times. So they're going to try with Alec Burks. Is he going to have to switch up his play a little? Play a little bit differently? Maybe. Right? Be more of a point. A lead guard. But, um... You know, he's going to be thrown to the thick of it. Because this schedule isn't easy right now. You're right? Knicks are going right into uh, a tough slate of games. We're still in the middle of this tough slate. We've got the Nets tomorrow night. At Barclays. Then we've got the Bulls. Once again, we're playing Chicago. At the Garden on Thursday. Denver Nuggets, who've been up and down this year. Saturday. San Antonio. Indiana. Toronto. Milwaukee. Golden State. So, Burks is going to be tested right away. He looked great against Atlanta. Right? But he's going to have to keep doing so. So that's it, guys. Let's head to break. When we get back, 
we'll go over the NYY NYK question of the day. We'll wrap it up from here. All right, stay with us. So BD4 is on so many platforms to listen to. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can find us on our sponsor, Anchor, and many other listening platforms as well, wherever you get your podcasts. But we are also available to watch on YouTube. So if you want to watch us on YouTube, go subscribe there. But if you prefer to listen to us, again, many, many, many listening platforms. Just be sure to subscribe, download, give us a rating, a review, comment, share the podcast, and all that fun stuff. This is BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks and L's. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode, but first... I also want to let you know, I have another blog. The blog I'm writing for is on ultimatesportsnetworks.com, titled The Bomber Bocker Blog. If you want to go subscribe to this blog, you should do so using my promo code 6A2841ERJC. Using that, you'd get a discount $7.99 a month to get the best Knicks and Yankees opinionated content around. Once again, guys, the Bomber Bocker blog on ultimatesportsnetworks.com using promo code 6A2841ERJC, $7.99 a month. A custom wall tapestry is a surefire way to uplift any room's aesthetics with a personal touch. This 100% polyester wall tapestry comes with hemmed edges for extra durability while its mildew and water resistant properties ensure years worth of decorating bliss. The advanced tapestry printing techniques guarantee crisp detail even for the craziest of designs in any of the multiple size choices. You can select a size of 26 by 36 inches, 51 by 60, 68 by 80, and 88 by 104. These wall tapestries usually ship in 7 to 10 business days, and the price ranges from $24.99 to $69.99, all dependent on the size you select. The Bomber Bocker blog wall tapestries come in orange, gray, and black. But most importantly, be sure when purchasing a wall tapestry for the Bomber Bocker blog that you use promo code 6A2841ERJC. 6A2841ERJC. Just go to ultimatesportsnetworks.com and click on the Shop MVP tab, searching the Bomber Bocker blog. And there you have it. So I got a little money on this, um, little money on this Magic Sixers game going on right now. So I'm gonna try to wrap this up and see if I can start watching that game.
I've been taking L's. A lot of L's lately. <laughs> oh, man. Especially with the fucking NFL. I don't know shit about the NFL, so I should probably stop putting down wagers on that. But um, even, even like, teams I know well in the NBA, I'm, I'm just taking hits. <laughs> um, Alec Burks over Kemba Walker. It's happening. Some people wanted quickly. Some people wanted Rose. I get it. But Burks is literally... He's literally been the most consistent player on this team so far when you take into account production and health. So, stop pitching. He's literally been fine as a point guard. He's not a long-term point guard. Okay, he's going to have some ups and downs, but I do think... Judging by the way both of these guys, Kemba and Burks, have been so far, I think he'll he'll be he'll be more productive. And then you know if the time comes where we need to switch it up again and we'll try quickly a Rose, so be it. You know I think Rose is probably the most stable point guard on the team, but again it's it's the health with him. It's the the concern about how long can he do it for. You know we saw last year Rose playing 25 plus minutes. He starts to wear down. In the later half of those minutes, when you get closer to 30, you know, towards the end of the games, we saw those knees, you know, so, and also, you know, right now, uh, IQ, Rose, they work so well with this second unit, you don't want to mess with the chemistry, you love playing them with Obi Toppin, the way Obi plays off of those two is, is so exciting and fun. So you get you get you get to keep the second unit together for the most part, right? Those are the three best players on that bench. So they stay together, and maybe R.J. Barrett now gets some more on-ball opportunities, right? Kemba, I don't know the usage rate. Matter of fact, let me check his usage. But you know he did hold the ball a lot. Tell you that right now. See if I can find his usage percentage. I'm gonna have to do some digging here. Hold on, bear with me. I'm on NBA.com. Here it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twenty-five percent. No, I'm sorry. That was his rookie season. Um, okay, twenty-one percent this year. Usage rate was 21%. So. He was used a lot. So hopefully RJ gets some more on-ball opportunities now with this starting unit. Right? That's one less ball-centric player. It was that RJ had two ball-centric players. Now there's one. There's just one ball-centric player in this lineup. Starting lineup. So maybe RJ Barrett will have those shots. Let's get to the NYYNYK question of the day. And we'll wrap it up from there. So before we get to tonight's question, um, obviously let's state the answer to episode 288's or 287's NYYNYK question of the day, which the question was, outside of last postseason, when was the last time the Knicks and Hawks met in the playoffs? And who won the series? So the answer to that to the NYYNYK question of the day for episode 287. 1999, the Eastern Conference semis. 
the Knicks and Hawks, Hawks won head to head, and the Knicks won that series via the sweep for nothing. So the answer to that question: 1999 Eastern Conference Semis, Knicks sweep the Hawks in four. Now tonight, episode 288, our NYY NYK question of the day. Another true or false? We had one a couple of episodes ago. This one I thought off the top of my head. It was a random one. I didn't have to look up some stats and facts. True or false? Tim Hardaway Jr. ranks top 10 in Knicks history for three-pointers made. True or false? Tim Hardaway Jr. ranks top 10 in Knicks history for three-pointers made. So let me know the answer on Facebook or Instagram. Whether that be by inboxing me or commenting the answer once I publish the promo to this podcast. And I'll give you a shout out if you get it correct. Guys, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. This is episode 288 of the podcast. And I'll see you next time. Ciao. This episode was brought to you by Anchor, the best way to make a podcast. It's podcasting made easy. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to begin your own podcast.